Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. One of the most incredible gifts that God has made available to us is His grace. The simple definition of grace is the goodness of God. That definition only scratches the surface of the depth of riches contained in the Word. Our redemption was by the grace of God. Believers received eternal life and freedom from the punishment they deserved through grace. The Lord watches over us and meets our every need because of His grace. It is the grace of God that breaks through the veil of the physical world and exercises supernatural power to bring healings and to work on hardened hearts. God's grace includes all of the wonderful blessings that come from God. Why would anyone accept anything short of God's amazing grace? Well, since the Garden of Eden, our adversary, the devil, has aggressively and passionately tried to tempt us to accept counterfeits to God's grace. Adam and Eve were living the lives basking in the grace of God, daily fellowshipping with Him, and enjoying the blessings of His holiness and righteousness. Enter the devil. What he was peddling was a death sentence, decorated to appear like knowledge. All they had to do was eat of the forbidden fruit, and they would have the knowledge of God. He made them feel like God was holding out on them, keeping them from enjoying something even better than what they had in the garden. He enticed them to exchange the grace they had for the poisonous apple he so charmingly waved in front of them. The result was their death, immediate spiritual death, and eventual physical death. The knowledge he got them to lust after quickly became bitter. The believers in Galatia had experienced the grace of God. The Apostle Paul had come to their cities and preached the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Many had believed his message and put their trust in the Messiah. Churches were begun, and each of them began to grow as they took the message they had received and spread it to their friends and neighbors. One day, visitors from Jerusalem arrived who began teaching them that their salvation was lacking. The free gift they had received needed to be founded upon the works of the law, especially that of circumcision. So convincing they were, making the works of the law sound so inviting. Just think how we could boast once we too could say that our salvation was based on our good works. One by one, those who had so willingly accepted the grace of God began exchanging it for the legalistic chains of the law. They had come to believe that salvation was by faith in Christ. Now they believed it had to include works. Satan had effectively switched out their glorious and amazing grace for his lie of works. Paul learned of their great deception and shot off a letter to remind them of the greatness of the grace they were giving up. He wrote in Galatians 1.6, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. They had willingly exchanged their grace for the devil's deceitful substitute. I wonder, in what way is the devil trying to get us to accept his deadly substitute for the grace that God has given us? God bless you today. I love you.